do they still do jock jams? Oh, I'm I sure. don't think so. In some right. corner of now, fucking now Malaysia they, or some music. shit. They still, they do, they, they, they still do the kid jock music. Jock is a trigger word anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's a trigger word. Yeah. One of our fucking failed uh, office managers, one of the uh, words I told my boss was the trigger word was easy. And it's like it's easy to do. Like you got to just just do this all every time, you know. And it's it's real easy. And he's like, like, that's a trigger word. Oh my <laughs> well, well, god! Are you me? He said that. Yeah, I would have been like, she, you're fired. she said that. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> so in her just mind, it was just out. like, I was, hey, it's real. I'm gonna fucking rape you. Right? Like what? Like what is what is easy? Come on. Yeah, that's a, just that's just a simple that, word. It's right, not like he called her cunt. Right. Like you know, all, that's a trigger word. You know, Family Guy. They had that guy in the office who was who was uh, who was the uh, social guy, social media guy, and he's like, uh, so it was like a, somebody's like, a, he's like, first off, a little bit about me. Uh, I have a lot of trigger words. Actually, trigger word is a trigger word of my. <laughs> oh, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> or maybe it was the Simpsons. But yeah, it was it was fucking crazy. Yeah, we have one of those. Uh, I don't even know, but non-binary. They go by they. <laughs> its name is Anastasia, but it's a guy. You know what Not I mean? Really. Type of things. Yeah. Ah, whatever. I don't judge. Nice Dude, person. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, they won't correct you if you say he. You know oh, what really? I mean? Okay. Yeah, because I'll... I'm pretty sure he's fucking logical. He's an right, engineer. Exactly. He understands yeah. that, like. I look like a dude right now. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I go, like, whatever. But, like, it, we you had, know, it's fine. Yeah. We had this chick that worked with us, and she was a lesbian, and she talked about it. I was like, who? And then her partner came in. I was like, hey, I was like, I met your girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. She's pretty cool. Well, uh, she's not buying like, She goes by that. And I was like, we're not going to be friends. It's <laughs> 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 like, we're not, not going to be friends. They will not be my friends. <laughs> like, it's. I'm like, she didn't say anything when I called her. I, 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 I made, like, women comments or something. Well, yeah, and that's, like, sometimes I feel like that's what it is. Like, the people don't give a fuck. It's all the other, like, loud-mouthed idiots. The, well, that's what they place, say. It's, it's not so much the... It's the, not so much the general trans community. It's the trans activists who get real fucking... Right. right. It's like they want to do that, like, ha! See? You did it wrong. Yeah. You're so you're a fucking bigot. You fucking bigot. I I am. I really am. I love it too. That's what I wish someone would call me that. Just go and yeah, right. we're all bigots. I don't give a fuck how mm-hmm. fucking open you think you are. <coughs> fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see me walking down the street in a hoodie, you can cross the street. But I'm nice guy. You're being bigoted. You're bigoted in my bigotedness. And that's not being bigoted. I was going to rob you and your girl. <laughs> I, mean, it's not, I mean, it's just in my blood. I have to do it. <laughs> and to be fair, I would do right? the same thing. And I'm a friend of your child. Are we live? Did I get to yeah, say that live? Been, we've been live. <laughs> we've been live. Why is my yeah, thing they, not fucking showing? Yeah, we're just fucking, fucking, fucking I'm refreshing. Shit. All right, sorry, your ashtrays fucking talking picking. some shit. Why is my thing not? <laughs> Here we are. Of course, it's an ashtray episode. Would be oh, well, obviously, <laughs> obviously bad. All right, all right. <clears throat> In this week's episode, we're going to talk about them great goddamn lakes and their many disasters. The regular red eye shipwrecks with us every week are SS. Muffin Top Mystic, 
delivering nothing but sugar-free advice of go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. We got Tugboat Teddy, who never charged a white captain less than double. Followed up by Outrigger Oracle in his dip canoe. Dick canoe? Just, <laughs> just look up lateral support cocks, ladies. That's all I'm saying. And I... I'm going to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> they're actually called lateral support floats, but imagine cocks. Okay, let's, my point. let's bring this up. Lateral Put the support image up on. floats. <laughs> and I'm Ark of the Ashtray, where I took one of every animal, insect, and life form on this earth, oh, the boars, fucked them in the face. I was going to say, this is a red eye report. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. What do these things have? Yeah. What what does this have to do with? They stabilize. Now imagine that (laughs) you're out. You have an outrigger cock dick canoe. So you've got lateral support cocks. Those are called genital warts. Okay. (laughs) Get it right. Fucking educate yourself. <laughs> Speaking of general awards, you ever go get tested, Ashtray? <laughs> <laughs> nope, not yet. Okay. Not, I just care about it. Nothing, nothing, nothing itching. Nothing itching. Nothing itching. Nothing itching. Nothing's growing yet. Nothing's, just, nothing's scaly. Um, <laughs> That's a good sign. All right. It ain't uh, itching. Why pay the copay? You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, this uh, week's Dane County Humane Society Pet of the Week is Gordy Lightpaws. Is an American long-haired cat whose uh, paws were burned off when it chased the laser pointer into the fireplace. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunate. Fucking dumbass Gordy Lightfoot. So it, its paws were burned off? No, nah, just singed. Oh, singed. I, <laughs> I, I, I think it'll be all right. Was it oh, nubby? I, think, I, I, I thought it was nubby. Thanks, it, he's, a long-haired, he's a long-haired cat, but his paws are singed. <laughs> singed yeah. down to the skin. <clears throat> Old dumbass Gordy. <coughs> All right. And that note, I'll get <coughs> oh. Do a little shot with Teddy. Uh, work. Now, the Great Lakes. Let's see some stats here. 95,000 square miles of surface area. You bring up that old oh, map oh. there. <coughs> We've all seen them before. Why? Because we grew up near them. But yep, um, they are also a fifth of the world's freshwater supply. Damn. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, just give yeah. you a sense. <clears throat> Superior. Superior is a mutt. <clears throat> I didn't realize just how. You're know, looking at the map. It doesn't. Yeah, it looks like the biggest. But I didn't realize just how big Superior is to the rest of them. Superior is 2,900 cubic miles of water volume whereas like michigan is uh 1180 so that's 2900 compared to 1180 and is that including like all the depth and everything too yeah that's like okay. that's like all the volume of water <laughs> um size wise so like superior is the largest freshwater lake right yep <laughs> um actually it is not the um it's not the largest in the world um, actually, if you go down to pull that <laughs> oh. map there, that's why I included this one, because I was just like, what the fuck is that? Look Damn. at that lake. Jesus Bacal. Christ. That's in Russia. Look at that compared of to Superior. Of course that's right in fucking Russia. Look at fucking Long Dong, Russia. It's They're like fucking it up. higher, too, in the elevation, yeah. like 5,000. <laughs> look how deep that fucker goes. Wow. 
Who knows what yeah. lives under? That is nuts. Fucking Nessie's down there. So yeah. Um. So, yeah, Superior was twenty nine hundred cubic miles. Michigan was eleven hundred eighty. Huron, 850. Erie, only 116. And Ontario, 393. Doesn't Minnesota have like 10,000 lakes or something? Yes, but none of them are as great as the old uh, Lake Superior, which it does border. Um, So uh, the thing is, I didn't realize this, was that the, um, the waves are actually harder on vessels in the Great Lakes than they are in the ocean. Really? Really. There's a difference. Um, Jinx what they call the chop. Um, I mean, I've heard waves being called chop, but Mm -hmm. I didn't realize the chop is actually, um, because of it being a lake, whereas like the ocean, the oceans are so wide that the waves can really flow in one, you know, long lateral pattern. Um, whereas the lakes, the waves travel, but they're always bouncing off the side of the lakes. And coming mm. back and bouncing off other waves, and so it's this continuous um, choppy wave. Waves <clears throat> are getting hit in kind of uh, all unpredictable sides. Mm. Um, yeah. Over the last two hundred years, they estimate over six thousand vessels have sunk in the Great Lakes, Damn. and over thirty thousand lives been lost. Mm. Um, often through what they call uh, the November Witch, um, which basically. Is uh, any of the storms that happen in November. drowning? What's that? Is that just a long term for drowning? No, it's uh, just the, the fact <sighs> that any around. storm is in November. Um, so one of the early uh, real big fucking fuckers was the November witch of 1913. Um, we had the old uh, this vessel called the Regina. It's a small freighter of about 250 feet. Um, they Describe it as like, think of it like a UPS truck back then where it was small enough for the smaller port cities. It would hit the big ports um, like Superior and then take supplies to the smaller ports. Um, Captain Edward McConkey, old McConkey. McConkey was only 34 years old. He was like one of the youngest. Uh, One of the youngest captains, this uh, Canadian. Um, and he maintained a meticulous diary. Um, and my name's McConkey. Eh? My name's McConkey, and I sailed again today. Uh, this storm lasted. Um, so it started on the seventh with fifty mile per hour winds, twenty foot waves. Um, but his ship, it's like, oh, fucking made of steel, right? It's nineteen thirteen. Fucking taking on the world. <clears throat> well. Next day, the fucking storm continues. Um, there was one vessel called the Lee Field was basically thrown up against a rocky shore, fucking ripped its hole open, and then the waves kept battering it before the people could get off the ship. Fucking sucked it right back out and sank. Damn. 18 crew members all died. Um, fucking bitches. By November 9th, so that this is the Regina hasn't even been hit by the storm because this storm started, if you, like, you look at that map up there, it's hitting Lake Superior. In 1913, there was no weather channel. You know, so mm-hmm. he they were down in, uh, <clears throat> like, Detroit, Windsor area, going to go up through Lake Huron. And uh, then it was just as they were leaving out that they got hit by 100-mile-per-hour winds and 30-foot chop waves. Um, and they were going, like, 
full speed and we're barely like that's the thing is these ships will go as fast as they can because they're fighting the wind and they're barely making any ground and then they're also getting hammered by those waves um the cargo shifted in the boat and it started listing and they it's just like abandoned ship fucking got everybody and they could in the lifeboat and this poor bastard just had to go down with the ship like I wonder today what how many people captains actually go down with the ship. Like back then, it was just like Dog. he took his diary, he zipped it up in his coat, and just like, hmm. and they took. Uh, so that was the ninth. They got hit by the storm. Started on the seventh. On November ninth, the Regina was hit. This is one of many boats. Um, the storm continued on to the number November twelfth, um, and. One lifeboat launched off the Regina. Three dead bodies were in it, and it washed up on shore. Um, the captain didn't wash up on shore until the following summer. Um, and at the end of it, there was 12... So, like, you have to think, too, at the time, it was um, all telegram um, wire. And um, so, just like when phone wires would get knocked down pre-cell phone era during a storm, you know, you'd have to wait for the telephone or <clears throat> lines to get hooked up, people didn't realize just how bad this storm was until like days later. And it turned out 12 vessels in whole were lost completely where all hands on deck were killed. Mm, wow. 25 other vessels, additional vessels were wrecked or damaged <clears throat> in some way. Um, total of 273 people died. Holy shit. On all these different uh, boats. And that they were then washing ashore so, like, people who lived uh, on the beaches were finding dead bodies washed up. And you said the captain washed up, like, the following summer. So, yep. and the storm happened in November. I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah so, like, some of the, these initial bodies that were washing up, they were washing, they were, like, washed up and they were covered in ice. They were, like, frozen capsules. Oh, wow. <clears throat> um, so, then uh, we fast forward to um, 62 years later from the 1913 storm. Fucking November 9th again. Um, the Edmund Fitzgerald. Cure the old Gordy Light Paws. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> so, okay. the Edmund Fitzgerald was a 729-foot big fucker. Um, it was, uh, had a crew of 29. It was launched in 1958. It was a big fucking deal. Um, Oracle can look up a picture. I forgot to put one in what it looked like what before was it? <laughs> before it was crashed on the uh, ocean floor. It was a freighter. Oh, I thought you said frigate. Um, it was, at the time of its launch, the um, largest vessel on the Great Lakes in uh, 1958. It's 700 feet, right? Um, 729 feet. Okay. Um, and it had... So at the time of its sinking, it was... No longer, so this was good, uh, like, almost 20 years later, 18 years later. They're saying, like, it was still, you know, in its prime. You know, it had updated equipment, so it did have, you know, two radar systems on it. It was um, run by Captain Ernest McSurley. He had 44 years of experience on the lake. Um, First mate, Jack McCarthy, he had 40 years and then Watchmen, <laughs> this documentary, I don't know why they had to mention this, because I'm, like, waiting for some follow-up. 
to make the sense, but they call it, and Watchmen, Handsome Ransom Candy. <laughs> what? Wow. His name was Ransom Candy, but his nickname was Handsome Ransom. <laughs> he just looks like a total fucking old town mechanic, you know, with overalls. It's like it's like my grandfather. Anyways, uh, fucking Handsome Ransom was on there, too. <laughs> um, so it left Superior, Wisconsin. Uh, on the uh, November 9th. This is the last run. <clears throat> and that's the thing, too, is like, I didn't realize this either that just how, like, shipping in general just stops completely by, uh, by November or at the end of November mm. um, because the lakes freeze over freeze that over, much. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, that there just <laughs> is no more cargo shipping. And, uh, so this was like the the last, you know, you got to get that last fucking contract in. Um, and the weather seemed fine. It starts taking off. You can see that kind of map down there that shows its path. And it was, it met up with the, um, the Arthur M. Anderson, which was a smaller, uh, you know, not that much smaller, but similar kind of freighter. Um, so the... Fitzgerald had 26,000 tons of iron ore taconite pellets. Just think of it just like those round fucking iron balls, just big cargo bays full of uh, iron yeah, pellets. Yeah, that's not great uh, for I mean, weight. Sinking, sinking pellets? Yeah. Yeah, for weight and like <laughs> yeah. to keep stable distribution. You know, it's not like yeah. something that's solid and strapped down. It's, right. uh, it's like fucking iron balls. Yeah. Uh, and they're usually about an inch in diameter. The um, so they're going through ah storms coming. This we've been through this before. No no problem. Blah blah blah. They um, and the Fitzgerald was about fifteen minutes ahead of the uh, Anderson, and the you can see the path. They actually they're in radio contact with each other, and they decided we're going to go further, you know, north which is a longer route, but it's usually considered safer in the weather like that. And as they're going through, you can see these two islands here is, uh, uh, what's it pronounced? Michoacan Island in the Caribou Island. It's a place <clears throat> they call the shallows. And the, before they get even there, fucking the storm takes out both radars on the Fitzgerald. Hmm. So the, and it's also while this storm's happening, it's snowing like snow squalls are coming and they can't fucking see. Can't fucking see, especially uh, the lake effect. Yeah, on the lake. Yeah, <clears throat> lake effect snow. Um, you can't see, but they got the radar, and so the the Anderson was watching the Fitzgerald, but the Fitzgerald was like 15 minutes ahead of it. Um, but by 4 p.m., the winds got up to 100 miles an hour, and she radioed back to the Anderson that she was taking on a list. And one thing that <clears throat> how many degrees is there? They, uh, I didn't. I cannot remember what it said. But one okay. thing that they pointed out was that this design of the Edmund Fitzgerald was, you know, you think these cargo ships, right? They're kind of like they're a big rectangle. They're not like a, you know, a V shape really. Mm -hmm. They're yeah. kind of flat like on the bottom, a, like a barge. Yeah. The uh, the problem is that often those kind of containers would have water pumps along both corners. 
of that bottom of the trough of the cargo container. Well, the Fitzgerald was designed with just a center one. So in theory, if it starts listing a little mm. bit this way, any water that isn't up to that center point right. can't, can't pumped be pumped out. out yeah. And <clears throat> that could have played a factor because he did radio to the Anderson. Like, I'm starting to take on a list. I've got no radar. Um, and they're just trying to get, at this point, <clears throat> you can look down uh, right below that map. Like, this is how far away help was. You can see there was, um, <clears throat> let's see here, there was a coast, the closest Coast Guard boat that would be able to actually weather that kind of storm <clears throat> was in Duluth. Um, a day away and uh, there were helicopters that could have gotten there but they're all the way in Traverse City so it would have taken three to four hours yeah but I mean like you said the winds were 100 miles an hour trying to rescue in a helicopter over a lake where you can't see with all the snow exactly that that would have been tractors anyway so their only hope was to make it to Whitefish Bay you can see on that map back up there so so I'm not, I'm not, I don't know anything, but I would think like, like if I can't go any further, why not like put the anchor down and stop and see, we can't fucking. Um, well, it's like, you're still, you can't really, I don't think you can really put an anchor down when it's that treacherous. That, that treacherous? Okay. Um, and, uh, it's just kind <laughs> of like, I'm, I'm not a ship guy. I'm, I'm just, yeah, me, I'm usually what it is, is like, they, they kind of say, it's like, you have to try to get to your nearest point of safe Harbor, but also when you're a big fucker, like the Edmund Fitzgerald, there's only so many harbors you can actually. Um, so their hope was to at least get to uh, Whitefish Bay, which is just around Whitefish Point there, and maybe beach the ship at the you know worst. But um, <clears throat> so the uh, so they had no radar. Oh, and then also at the same time at Whitefish Point, you see that point on the map there. A power outage took out the lighthouse and Ooh, their fuck. radar beacon. Wow! Shit. <clears throat> Yeah. So they got no radar. No radar. There's no more lighthouse. No, no There's lighthouse, no radio beacon no there. Radio. Shit. Um, and the the point between, I was talking earlier about the shallows, and this is how it's like no one really knows f- exactly for sure how it sank because one theory, and the captain of the Anderson who was following them believes this is possible because on their radar, they're trying to be the guiding eyes for them, and they radioed that, like, hey, it looks like you're getting too close to the shallows of Caribou Island. And then theory, like, when you start getting these waves, you know, sometimes they can, you, the trough can get real low. And mm. the shallows, like, it may have hit bottom, not super hard, because they're already getting banged around so much. Mm-hmm. The cat may not have noticed, but it could have caused some leaking <clears throat> um, for it to start taking on more water. Hmm. The um anyway so, but this time a snow squall set in at seven ten was the last radio message. Um, the and the the captain of the Anderson too is talking about how like as a captain like when you have these moments where it gets real, like rough like that you can ne- he's like you can't show, you can't show any fear to your crew, because you know your crew's already worried because your crew's been out. Yeah. Here. Oh, we're fucked. Let's get out of here. Yeah, right. Yeah. But you can't show any fear. <laughs> <to your crew. laughs> You are you white knuckle it yourself, (laughs) and he's like, and we kind of believe we like to believe our ships are invincible. Um, and so the last word the captain said was, they basically asked like, well, you know, how are you doing your little problem? Because he was saying saying how they were taking on water, and they had no radar, 
um, and they had a slight list. And he said, his reply was, we're holding our own. And they were like 17 miles from getting to Whitefish Bay. And at 725, Anderson lost radar contact. There was no mayday, no distress call. By 825, Captain Cooper of the Anderson, who was the one that was watching them on radar from behind, reported them to the Coast Guard that they're missing. Um, and by 845, the Anderson made it to the Whitefish Bay. And then after finally, like, making, you know, they're out with their watchmen, like, looking for any sign of the Fitzgerald and couldn't see anything. So what kind of well, ship was they, the Anderson? What's that? What kind of ship was the Anderson? <clears throat> the Anderson was a similar kind of freighter, like the Fitzgerald, not as big. Oh, but it, but it, did it have the bilge pump in the middle like the other one did, or was it on the coast? I don't know um, what kind of pumps it had, per se. Okay, because it, it's kind of weird they were the same kind of ship and one made it and the other one didn't. Yeah, so the sounded um, like somebody fired on the other ship. Dun, from behind. Dun, the Coast Guard, yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, so anyways, the Coast Guard then you know because Coast Guard's like, well, we can't fucking get there. Like, could you could you guys go? They even have recordings of this still. Like, can you can you go out there and take a look for what them? What the fuck? Because yeah, we're the and the guys like Coast Guard. Coast Guard. Yeah. They're guarding the coast. What do you want them to do? Okay, he's like, I, um, no, the Coast Guard's asking. The Anderson, who just finally made it to safety. Yeah. Hey, can you go back out there and look for him? That's such bullshit, oh, really? man. Yeah, and yeah, he's like, right. oh, man. Not he's like, that. I don't know. Yeah, that sea is rough out there. And um, it ended up... Uh, the captain of the Anderson and another ves- freighter vessel called the William Clay Ford both decided to go back out into that storm to try to see if they could find him. And they didn't find anything. And they and both man, did that's it back. Like fucking... I mean, it's kind of the captain said it. He's like, oh, you know, asked his crew and he kind of be like, you know, I, I would know if I would want someone looking for my me for my family <clears throat> sake. But it's just weird. It's just, just, just not see anybody else is like that, that ship made it and they went back out with another ship and, and to, to look for him. To well, he said, he, you know, he even told the Coast Guard operator. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, it's, we're looking for one ship that could be on the bottom and we, we could have two. Um. Anyways, the. uh all they found was a, a mutilated lifeboat that was like kind of ripped right down the front and an oil covered life ring. And uh, by November 13th, they suspended the search for the crew members as far as like rescuing anyone. And then the next day, they actually found the ship with a like uh, radar, <clears throat> Navy radar, about 17 miles from Whitefish Bay from safety. Um, the yeah, There's questions the still of why um, it went down. One theory is, and this is kind of the main like Coast Guard theory, is the possibility of faulty hatches. Um, so you see, like on the picture of the Fitzgerald, like the top of it had those like big rectangle lids. Uh, those were overdue for maintenance, um, and if they don't, if they aren't sealed properly, when you're having getting hit by thirty foot waves continuously. Yeah. That water is leaking in to those um, seals or those hatches, and then it's getting just mixed right in with those pellets of iron ore. Mm. Um, you mean the sink pellets? Yeah, those <laughs> those uh, taconite pellets are called. Oh, I, I'm calling uh, them sink pellets because you're, you're transferring <laughs> you're transporting sink pellets. The uh, I don't know what a sink pellet is. <clears throat> it's a joke. It, it, they're carrying all that weight <laughs> in pellet form. It's it, a it, pellet it that's going to sink the sink. fucking ship. That's uh, why I'm ah, oh, finally went over. Came back around. Actually, I said thank you, Teddy. 
All right, that was one theory, <laughs> is that um, they just slowly sank because the pumps couldn't keep up with the amount of water that was coming in, and they were just getting lower and lower. Um, the other theory is the um, Caribou Shallows, which was the one I talked earlier about the captain of the Anderson yes. believing is what happened because there's radar showed how close he was getting to that area. And the theory is that the bottom scraped on the shallows, damaged the hull. Did it say water. how deep? <clears throat> um, the shallows were. I think it's oh the shallows. I think can get as shallow as forty feet deep. Oh, okay. Yeah, now, that's pretty. It is in like for a big ass it, ship. Like it was that. found in about five hundred foot of water. <coughs> Damn. Now, if you think about it, though, that ship is seven hundred and. Oh yeah, that thing's got to go feet. down at least. So twenty feet normally, right? It um oh right as far as yeah sink <coughs> uh. Yeah. How much it displaces water for sure, mm. um, but yeah, it's seven hundred twenty-nine feet. So that's one thing I think is that there's also the debate of whether it broke on the top, on the surface. Which if it bottomed out at the shallows, it's very well. If it was damaged in the middle, you know, a fucking rogue wave, which we'll sh- we'll show some videos here in a moment. The mm. um, so what uh, was the where like they possibly a term they call the three sisters where like the waves hit it just right that it just snapped that fucker right in half let's look at some fucking rogue waves so uh was the anderson was it carrying the same same cargo that the uh um i don't know what the anderson was carrying but probably not because it left from a different port oh okay Um, okay, they just met on the way because they're both going the same direction during oh okay gotcha um so watch that first one there is that the rogue wave this is this is a simulation basically using the data from a buoy, but this will show you. It kind of gives you a better idea because sometimes when you're watching the videos from the freighters, they don't look as crazy as this actually shows. So you'll see this <coughs> buoy kind of riding these waves. Um, and this term called the at least this maritime sailors call three Whoa. sisters, um, and it's that due to that Whoa. chop what they call because the. Um, I know, right? Holy, like, holy fucking fuck. shit. And Jesus Christ. Yeah. Holy fuck. I know. Imagine being in a boat My like that. God. That is, uh, that'd be terrifying. Right. Um, and imagine how much damage or how much stress it's putting on a big freighter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so the three sisters is kind of like where you get hit, you get lifted by one wave, a second wave comes underneath the first wave, and then the third one kind of like that compounding like trampoline effect when you have friends bounce you like whoom can like really fuck a ship up um the next two videos are from actual like the perspective of captain of a um this one looks like the Edmund Fitzgerald and you can kind of see those um hatches there and this mm. gives you a good idea of how like if those hatches were leaking in the Edmund Fitzgerald no wonder <clears throat> um it sank that's one of the, with the uh, theory too that um, the uh, the theory that the I know right it almost makes me sick to my stomach. Um, oh, I've the seen theory, the video. The theory that it sank or that it just slowly you know lost buoyancy is that maybe one of these big waves came and it pushed you know it like punched into the wave, but its buoyancy level finally was so low that it just like dove into the wave straight down and then it hit because it's 720 feet long but it was only 500 feet to hit the bottom so it hit the bottom and then the back end twisted broke 
And because they are like 200 yards away from each other, so not too far apart, but, um, and, uh, anyways, um, there, there's one more of those big fucker waves. <clears throat> this one is, uh, gnarly. So, uh, anyways, on July 4th, 1995, the family members were getting kind of irked because all these people were going to dive down to the Edmund Fitzgerald and, you know, fucking check it out. And so I don't know if they really were able to get like a law or something saying you can't go down there. But I think now it's like you've got to get permission from the families <clears throat> future. But what they did in 1995, uh, uh, 4th of July, they went down and took out the ship's bell and brought it up for the family. And then they like, um, restored it and put their names on it. And um, it's in like the Maritime Museum at Whitefish Point. Um, why, and, is that, why does that guy in the dive suit look like he's like know, screaming? Like, and it's like, bro, look, get me out of here. There's fucking <laughs> aliens. There's something down here. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. God, get me out of here. Jesus Gordon Lightfoot's Christ. got me by the ankle. What the hell's going on? <clears throat> yeah. There's something down here. Gordon Lightfoot warned me about creeping around his back door. Who knew? Something licked me <laughs> in the knee. <laughs> um, then to round out uh, just a few other uh, fucking shipwrecks uh, on the uh, fucking Great Lakes, there was the old Rouse Sim- uh, Simmons, which was nicknamed the Christmas tree ship. I don't know why. Maybe they brought Christmas trees down from Canada. But back in 1912, it uh, became... This is one thing where it's like not just the storms, but uh, it was so encrusted with ice that it actually lo- it couldn't maintain buoyancy anymore, and it sank. Damn. Damn. Uh, <clears throat> the Eastland. This one, I'm surprised they didn't make a fucking movie about. Um, because it's still, I think, to this day, it is the most deadly uh, Great Lakes Oh, they, they will make a movie. It's going to start the rock. Uh, yeah, Nicholas, right? Nicholas Cage will be in it. <laughs> Nicholas um, Cage. <laughs> I can't remember what year the Eastland was. It was. Um, he can be the villain though. The Rock will be the hero. <laughs> yeah. So the Eastland was the. Yeah. Right. The Rock will be the one who's like fucking rescuing people from underneath. Um, Nineteen fifteen. Mother Nature. Um. This. So it's it's uh, anchored or you know am, or roped up and loading passengers. It's like a tourist boat um, in Chicago. So it's like just off of Lake Michigan. They're taking that thing out in November? <clears throat> this, um, no, this was in July 1915. Oh, no shit. Um, the Eastland. So this, <clears throat> 1915, is loading a bunch of um, uh, passengers. So at one point, um, it was... It was in Chicago. Where was it headed to? It got a capacity to... Um, 2,570 passengers. I'm not sure Damn. how many were on it. Um, oh, yeah, it said the ship had reached capacity. But many of the passengers were standing up on the decks, and it started to list one way. So they started to try to you know, pump their ballast tanks to uh, counter it. They're still docked. And then all of a sudden, what? Flips right over, right there. Over. While they were docked? Right there while wow. they're docked. Right at, in front of everyone, too. Like, there were still people, like, waiting what? to get it. There was a 
Ooh, missed that ship. Actually, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. There was one of these uh, fucking passengers who. Uh, For once, Lois, you be. Oh yeah. Fl- Here's an interesting bitch. tidbit. One of the people who was scheduled to be on the Eastland was 20-year-old George Hallis, an American football player who was delayed leaving for the dock no and arrived shit. when the ship had overturned. His name was listed on the list of deceased newspapers, but hmm. when Fraternity Brothers visited his home uh, to send condolences, he was uh, revealed to be unharmed. Hallis went on to become coach and owner of the Chicago Bears and a founding yeah. member of the National Football League. Hmm. Um, and then his friend and future Bears executive Ralph Brazola and his brother were on the Eastland when it capsized, and they were able to get out through a porthole. Damn. It's crazy. Wow. Fucking small world. Um, but yeah, this whole fucker tipped over, and, and it was only like 20 foot of water, so it wasn't even like fully sick, but a lot of people were crushed by furniture. Damn. Yeah, so moved into uh, up. It was kind well, of a cold, colder day. It wasn't July, but it was like colder, so people went down into the ship already to warm up. Um, hmm. And so, yeah, I just imagine getting turned over, and then... And you said it was 20 feet of water, right? Yep. Okay, so I mean, with the tip, if, even the people on deck would have had a hard time swimming, swimming up under the ship to get off. <clears throat> yeah, like if it's like tipped yeah. fully over to mm-hmm. where, like, yeah. I don't think any of the deck was still showing. So, like, if you were kind of under it, like, and you're, you didn't think I'm discombobulated, you'd be, <clears throat> um, let alone, how like, pe- how many people died? <clears throat> 835. Wow. God damn, dude. Fucking yeah. A, dude. Yeah. 835. That, that definitely puts a dent in your passenger log. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Not making any money this trip, guys. <laughs> the uh, Then there was the Daniel J. Morrell. It was a 603-foot freighter in 1966 in Lake Huron. Um, this was considered a... It was actually 60 years old at the time in 1966. Damn. So it was made in 1906. Yeah, you think about it. It was um, out of date. And they had said it was at one point mothballed, and then it was like retrofitted to go back for a couple more cargo runs. But yeah, they I guess at this time, this one then in the 50s and 60s, it wasn't that uncommon to have these like old rust buckets. They just fucking rode them till they they died. But anyways, it was made of the old. <laughs> The same, it had kind of the same steel construction as the fucking Titanic, right? Because it was mm. made in 1906. Um, those old steel vessels, uh, the iron, or I mean the steel, like they didn't have the metallurgy technology. So it was super brittle when it got cold water. Um, and the fucker basically cracked in half. Wow. Um, <laughs> Man. So out on the storm, yeah, it cracked in half. And then there was, this one had... Um, I mean, I mean, how desperate were they? I mean, they had to know about right. The, the That's steel. some Dollar yeah, Tree yeah. fucking how, how ship desperate right? were they to, for those That's last two runs to go out and, and if they knew the ship couldn't handle the cold water like that. I mean, yeah, probably hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars at the time, maybe a million yeah, dollars. You know, a lot of cargo. Um, I feel bad for the guys that work the ships, but you know. Um, the uh, anyways for that one, Dennis um, Hale uh, was the only survivor. He was actually down taking a nap, and he woke up to this loud cracking sound, which was the ship breaking in fucking half. And apparently the stern, the fucking back end, was like still chugging along for another couple minutes or so after the front broke off. It still somehow remained buoyant. And uh, he woke up in the dark, grabbed a peacoat, 
and just in his, with the peacoat and his underwear, managed to get onto a life uh, raft and Why stayed up there really? for, I don't know how long, he started hallucinating and <clears throat> he was, some guy was on the raft with him and told him, don't eat the ice chips on your coat because he was, you know, thirsty and which they say was saved his life because if you try to do that, you actually make your body colder. Mm, Cody, but he, yeah. was, he was a big, yeah. big fucking dude. So they said he had to like have a finger amputated and he had uh, frostbite and stuff. They did also, they couldn't take him off the raft when they found him because he was frozen to it. They had to thaw him out. Wow. Wow. Um, and, uh, but he, uh, yeah, other than like losing parts of his fingers, um, he survived relatively well. And he was he kind of woke up with I guess his first words was like well, why am I alive? Did he eat the guy on the raft with him? No, there was he just he there was no second guy on the raft. Um, well, I thought you said there was a guy on the raft with him. No, that was his hallucination when oh, he was like oh, oh, frozen okay. to the raft. He said he saw a man who told him don't eat those ice chips. Oh, okay. Um, there was another uh, <clears throat> another wreck. Uh, I can't remember the name of the boat, but it was a similar story where there was actually four crew member who got into a life raft um, and then the w- waves tipped it over. So one of the four drowned, there's three of them. And then one of the three started hallucinating that he saw land and decided to get out and try to swim to shore hmm. and drown. Uh-huh. And the other, t- the two who stayed though, did manage to survive. Um, and then that one was one where it was like, it actually made more drama because the insurance company tried to like blame it on, Oh, yo, that boat was, you know, you know, not properly taken care of. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it kind of became more of like a weird insurance scandal. Um, Anything to not pay. Yeah, right. Oh, the last one here I got is the old GP Griffith. 1850. Back in 1850, Damn. it was a 193 foot twin paddle wheel ferry that, <clears throat> scusi, was uh, actually. Um, on the fucking Great Lakes for a while, it was well known for actually bringing immigrants um, in um, from like Germany, England, and Ireland, and bringing them down to the Great Lakes into the Midwest. Uh, they were like leaving port, and all of a sudden, fucking fire started, and um, they tried to turn around, and go back to port, but in turning around and like trying to get back to port. And probably because they like turned into the wind, it created even more of a fight, like, you know, just like fed Mm. the fire. Yeah. And then they they almost get to back to port and they fucking get beached on a sandbar and they're stuck. And this is back when the ships were all wood. It's all wood and it's been painted and lacquered over multiple times. And so it just is a huge kindling box. Yep. So they had two. Listen to these these stats. Two hundred eighty seven lives were lost. All children died, and what? all but one woman died. And it's like, yeah, sure. What about women and children first to get off the fucking boat? Because a lot of people tried jumping off the boat and drowned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know, like how many of these immigrants knew how to swim or not, but um. The uh, it you know, it's like how did all where did all the how did all the dudes survive? <laughs> um, they were probably like, hey, we'll make more and, and punch a chick in the face and like okay, hop on the man. boat. Yeah, right. We're in a new country. 
We'll find more women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. It's like a way, a way they got rid of their old fucking wives. Right? And it's kids. like, ah, it's finally like get rid of this old fucking bag. life. Yeah. <laughs> and then calling in the life insurance. <laughs> All right. So that's some, that's some fucking disasters on the Great Lakes. Man. Ah. Fucking Great Lakes. Um, I never, I never knew that so many ships, I, I didn't know so many ships had been lost on the Great Lakes. So. The uh, yeah, they actually for like the area, um, you know, like surface area, it is the most dangerous. I believe the most dangerous in the world as far as like most ships lost mm. in a small area of like compared to you know Bermuda Triangle and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like areas of the ocean. Well, Bermuda Triangle is alien, so I mean, what do you want? Yeah, right. You know, you just don't that. hear about the Bermuda Triangle much anymore. It's kind of you know Cause, fucking cause the aliens it's lazy. Put a hush hush on it. Yeah, it just does its shit in the background, bro. Right. Yeah. Murder and merchants left and right. Right. It's probably yeah. It's in cahoots with the uh, fucking Grand Canyon. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, you know the Grand Canyon's doing weird shit. (laughs) It's like Grand Canyon. There's probably whole societies down there. Yeah, there's these geographical areas that just like fuck with humans. Frozen in time. Create mythos. Well, people keep falling off at a fucking Grand Canyon lookout point. I remember that for a time. Oh, God, yeah. Those, like, proposal like everybody photos. Kept, when everybody kept falling off the, like, the, the, the Grand Canyon, I'm like, oh, why does everybody keep falling off the Grand Canyon lookout? It's like, yeah. what's yeah. going on here? Yeah, dumbass is getting too far out. All right. I'm going to move along to our what sexy section. Uh, we got Oracle with Switch emulation. Oh, did you get Switch a, did emulation or you, you switching? Did you get a, a stolen copy? Um, so I did, I actually, I was invited by Shigeru Miyamoto, uh, to fly out to Tokyo and try out the new Zelda, um, you lucky fuck. Yeah. yeah, I mean, how lucky is that? Yeah. I, mean, I just it had is. to suck on his tongue, um, in order oh, to Oh, just like the fucking uh, Dalai Lama? Dalai Lama. Yeah, get it right. Don't fucking rag on the Pope, he's got enough yeah. problems. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, Pope's like I didn't say anything about sucking on my tongue. Yeah, <laughs> don't put that on me. Right? Yeah, don't you put that shit on me, Ricky? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> uh, trying that game out, it you can emulate it, but it's it's not great at this point. But one thing that is great is uh, Breath of the Wild, and I hadn't tried emulating Switch games on uh, my PC yet. So I've got some. It's the dolphin, right? Is that what you're using? No. Um, so I'm actually using Yuzu. Uh, this okay. is Simu. Simu is the Wii U emulator. So this has more mods and shit for it. I'm happy with the Yuzu one as well. Um, but yeah, you can. So this is the Switch version. And then you can kind of see, you know, Simu. And let, let's get to like more complex scenes here. So that switch, and then that's what it looks like, you know, on PC. And that's just with like a clarity mod. So one of the things um, on here looks awesome on the emulator, right? So it's I'm running it at 4K. Um, got all kinds of graphical tweaks. You can run it 60 frames per second versus 30 frames per second. Um, there's just a lot more detail, a lot more draw distance. Um, yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. Um, Dude, you're gonna make me get a get what's that little uh, a, a Steam Deck so I can start emulating. 
yeah game. yeah yeah people emulate on that very uh very cool i'm I'm really impressed with the work uh that they've done because i know that they've been working <clears> with this and i think on the simu version of this they actually modded in multiplayer in breath of the wild oh really that's yeah pretty awesome. <laughs> so it's like an mmorpg or some shit now um yeah. which is incredible um but uh yeah pretty cool been having a lot of fun uh tears of the kingdom it comes out tonight tomorrow. comes out tonight it's fucking amazing. Like, I don't know how they managed to make a game that was that much better than Breath of the Wild, which is already considered to be one of the best games ever made. But they did it because they're fucking Nintendo. And I'm, so. I'm glad they, because it was supposed to originally be DLC, but they, they thought it was too big and made it. I haven't same played game. any of those so. Zelda games. Well, well, you're missing out. You're missing out, buddy. Man, fuck Nintendo, man. Fuck. I'm a- so here's, my, so, here's my, so here's my thing uh, uh, about the I know the, the thing leaked and has been on emulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't know Simu. I think Dolphin is the one people are using. Some, a lot of people are using to play it. And uh, I read that those the guys who created that are, are uh, they're disallowing any kind of chat about. Yeah. Well, relating uh, that on their and on their discord. So are you yeah. like, are you afraid that like they're going like, to start coming after uh, the emulators now. Well, because they, they they really don't go after the emulators. They come after the people who steal the ROMs and things and and and, and right. put the ROMs online to get to get. So well, that was the fear, <laughs> and you know, basically they had put in all of this work, and Nintendo didn't give them their blessing on this, but also right. they didn't go after them and throw them in prison and uh, find them millions of dollars either. So yeah, they basically squashed all talk about it. Cause it's like, shut the fuck up. We don't need to be skyline need, on yeah. this shit. Like seriously. Yeah. Um, taking a shot ashtray. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, really cool though. And I mean, you, you can play this. Um, you don't need like an overly powerful PC to do this because the switch is not that powerful. It's actually it a pretty not, fucking, so is this a, um, where do you get it? This fucking emulator. So the emulator you can just download. Um, I'm using a Switch secret. emulator. Simu uh, is the Wii U. I'm using Yuzu. Um, there's uh, Ryu Jinx. I it's think it's a lot of fucking weird. Yeah, a lot of weird. I don't weird I mean, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of emulators. Um, yeah, just look up Switch emulation. Switch emulators. Yeah, and the one that gets the highest rating, that's the one you use. Yeah. Um, yeah. pretty easy to set up and shit. Really impressed uh, by this. So. Do you just use your Xbox controller then? I was using my Xbox controller um, until I got to a shrine yesterday, and I realized that I do not have motion controls. Motion controls. (laughs) So I grabbed my uh, Pro controller. I've got to use my Pro controller. Uh, where's my? Oh, here's the pro one. Have USB? Uh, It. Hold on. Wait. It's got uh, Bluetooth and USB. Yeah. But otherwise, the Xbox controller works great. Uh, for the game. Right. Oh, yeah. you can't see that can't shit. So funny, yeah, it's blowing up. Woo. <clears throat> yeah. I'm a nerd. nerd. God damn right. All right. All right. <clears throat> fucking along. child. Fucking I'm not a child. I'm, I'm a great team with great fucking marine great biologist. Buckets. Oh man. Is this the episode? <laughs> it's a fucking classic. No, so there's a minor league baseball team in Brooklyn called the Brooklyn Cyclones. They're having a Seinfeld night uh, in August. And actually, they're doing a whole uh, summer of George Seinfeld theme. 
thing. Oh, really? But they're giving away that bobblehead there. If you click that link, it's a. Uh, Ooh. It is him sitting on. Yeah, what Did link? I put it in there. There's you no didn't. fucking link there. Fucking no, there's no link in there, buddy. Motherfuckers. You, you failed Ashtray, you fucking did it. I didn't do shit. You yes, know you me. Did, dude. You took that shit out of there. He took it out. He took it out. No, no. I would have just maybe gave out, it a dude. funny name. What, what's the uh, bobblehead I'm looking for? It's my episode. <laughs> I'm fucking railing myself. I'll see if I can search it. What the fuck? <clears throat> Hold on. I think I got it. Is it him riding a fucking bobblehead doll cyclones. or a, a shark oh, yeah. or some shit? Yeah. I think I see He's it. riding a whale. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> oh, do you see it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's so the episode asked or if anyone's ever never seen the episode, they have no idea. So I'm black, here's the here's it. the plot. Here's the plot. So Jerry sees this woman that they used to know a long time ago, and she asks about George. So Jerry <laughs> makes up a profession for George because he's unemployed at the time and he says that he's a marine biologist because once George once said that he he, he would like to be a marine biologist. <laughs> so he's walking with this woman and it just so happens that there's this fucking beached whale <laughs> and it's like it can't breathe and shit, right? So there's like something he's, wrong with it. Yeah, he's like it's like all of a sudden they're like is anyone here a marine biologist? She's <laughs> like, oh, George. And he's like, oh, shit. You know, so like, he's got to figure it out. So it turns out uh, Kramer earlier on in the episode was hitting golf balls into the ocean, right? Yep. So fucking. So the end scene is George, George telling this story about, <laughs> about getting blown by the waves up on top of this whale and he saw an obstruction in the blowhole and he reached in and pulled it out and he pulls out this fucking golf ball. ball right? That's why he's holding the golf ball <laughs> and Kramer just looks at it and goes, is that a Titleist? This <laughs> <laughs> is like, you know, uh, it's, it's cool how it came around. It's a very iconic episode. Uh, so I think it's cool that it's a bobblehead that I would love to have that bobblehead. But I'm not going to a Brooklyn Cyclones fucking baseball game in August. They'll, they'll go for good money on eBay a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it earlier. It said it was going for 85 on eBay. Nice. Word. I'm sure some people... <clears throat> Word. All right. Moving I've along. Got I've got one. Teddy, you changing yours? <clears throat> I, I didn't put... It, it's just blank, actually. So what, what do you see? Yeah, it's blank. I, you okay. said I got one. Okay, uh, my I, son. I wasn't sure whether Ashtray son. deleted it. You probably did, you dirty bastard. Uh, my son, um, he's been more social. Uh, my first wife, she was not very social. I was a social one, so I'd, I'd if she wanted to meet friends or, or meet a couple, whatever, she'd send me over. She, she, so he, my son, I, I was hoping he got my socialness, but he, he does not. He has my wife's. Uh, he's got his mom's. So, uh so he's not very social. He's he's okay with hanging out with me. He loves hanging out. With, he hangs out with people more older people than kids his age, and we have a lot of kids around the neighborhood. Uh, so so we've been riding bikes because he's he's got he's 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 getting that he's nine years old. He's getting to that chubby stage before he starts growing again. 
and he's got a little got a little pudge pudge right here, and he does not you like it. Burn so that he, shit off. So he wears his pants like an old man. I'm like, dude, put your pants down. <laughs> so we've been so we've been. I, I told him I was like, hey, I'm like, I get it. If, if but uh, a good way to get rid of that is to you know you can get rid of it anyway, but uh, but be more active, not sit in and play Fortnite with daddy. So we've been riding bikes uh, around the the subdivision, and the other day we we go riding, uh, uh, and uh, and the kid uh, the kid across the street. It's like, hey, you see, he sees Braden get on his bike, so he runs, get it, gets his bike, and then pedals down to the end of the block, gets the other kid, and then then and we, it's like we're like six deep. Uh, the other kid's mom is me, Stephanie, and we're all right around the neighborhood. And then afterward, my son goes and hangs out with them, and I was like, that's I've been trying to get him to hang out with the neighborhood kids for so fucking long, and he's finally starting to do it. So and, and that, I'm just I'm just really excited about that. So nice. There we go, and soon sooner and later they'll start getting <laughs> them on cigarettes, and then drugs, and then whores. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like it's funny. Like, shooting heroin because you got him out there riding bikes, Teddy. Well, it's funny. We'd be riding. Like, my son would <laughs> see, like, two swim. kids, like, riding around. He'd be like, they don't have any parents with them. I'm like, no. I was like, when I was a kid, we didn't have any parents. I got kicked out of the house. I could come back yeah, home. Well, yeah, like, you were allowed to I'll be, go out and have <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, I'm like, yeah, just take your phone with you. Ride around. Like, yeah, just be a kid. <laughs> that like, was too. Like, before now that you Mandela Barnes. put a phone on your kid, you can track them. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I, I can't really I even weird. comprehend being tracked by my parents. As a parent, I think it's weird. We can put a chip in our our dogs, or RFID chip in our dogs to track it, but we can't put one on our kids. That's called a cell phone. Well, well before, every before parent I've friend that mine who's like, yeah, like I can keep track of where they're at. I mean, my son design has a cell phone just so we can track them. Yeah, see, um, there you are. Um, yeah, right, but I mean, it's it's, it's because of the watches and things that people are using. They, they weren't that we we bought. We're not. I bought like three or four watches, and they were not very good. So, oh, as far as accuracy and stuff. I mean, yeah, one of the watches I brought, he'd be at the house, and it'd say he, it'd say he was in the middle of the interstate. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's not like, good. Like, <laughs> oh my like, god, my baby boy! <laughs> <laughs> You're out there just on the side of the road crying. He's You're, like, you got up, a Dad? gun, fucking oh. like going up to different cars and <laughs> right? shit. Where's my fucking son? Where's my son? Yeah, like yeah just started costing people. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ashtray, you gotta All right, moving along show along to uh <laughs> that fucking uh remember the old Fisher um old fish cheaters? God, what was that like oh, yeah. fucking uh oh fishy tournament Ohio. This must have been back in oh it was only seven months ago. For some reason it felt like it was longer, but Yeah, it did feel like uh, it longer young because we're longer because we're older. You know, time it goes back. It was like right around the time when that chest thing was going on with the anal beads. Anal <laughs> beads, yeah, the anal cheater. Which is weird as shit. <clears throat> I don't even remember, remember that right. one. Chesty anal beads, okay. Um, anyway, just go. Yeah, keep going. The uh yeah, well they finally got themselves sentenced. I guess that COVID slows that things down, but yeah, so these guys were putting uh steel uh, like ball bearings in the fish in the, in the fish guts, and yeah, uh, they it was forty three year old Jacob Runman and thirty six year old Chase Kaminsky. They uh, ended up getting ten days in jail, a year and a half probation, and each ordered to pay big fines. It does not say what kind what of was, fine. What kind of fines? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, they they probably got tried under maritime law. So they eventually, they're like initially, <clears throat> they initially claimed to uh, be, you know, not guilty, and then uh, they switched their plea to uh, they pled guilty to one felony count of cheating and one misdemeanor count of illegal animal ownership in exchange for officials dropping the other two charges. What? So, okay, so no, that called bullshit. If they didn't black, then motherfuckers would have been under the jail. Oh right. 
Oh, I mean, yeah, they would yeah, they'd like have been swimming with the fishes. Is what yeah, if they were black, they wouldn't be fishing. I don't want anybody to touch you guys. I fish. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you fish on the railroad tracks. We don't catch anything worth competition. You ain't out there competing. Right, but that's my thing. I remember this tournament was for like $50,000, right? Yeah, I mean, it was like a video. I don't know if it was that much. I think it was. Because I remember I remember talking about it. It was like $50,000. Yeah, I put the video in there. They were, uh, they were cheating right below it, it there or tournament and they had cheated in other tournaments too <laughs> i know but like, I, fishermen at a i get banned them from Ohio fucking competition and kicking the shit out of them the but like 10 days in prison dude for cheating on some fucking fishing what the fuck is what are we doing here well that's the thing is these people put big money in Oh, look at those lead. Those are like, see, those like, like I said, a fifty dollars prize. They tried to cheat to win, and, and they done other tournaments. They, uh, they, uh, they. Uh, they I, I still stuff. don't think it warrants fucking jail time. Oh yeah, no. man. When there's that kind paying of money the on money, the line, paying the, paying the money back and fucking. You know what people, I'm saying? People and want blood, man. Competition. People want blood. I, I invest. I invest Fine. in big corporations. I want my dividends. These okay? people invest a lot of money into also those their fucking sponsorships for these fishing boats and stuff. I mean, yeah. Like, these hey, people take this shit you, serious. Don't try justifying this. You're you're a tranny loving motherfucker. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I was ripping on trannies last week and then fucking. You, you're getting... This week I'm loving trannies. No, oh, this All right, week. Actually, drinking. I'm taking a drink. <sighs> Jesus Christ, you guys. Yeah, Mystic, take a drink. Alcoholics. I cool got your, water, man. Cool like your tits. I'm hydrating. I got water. I'm libibing. Alright. So, moving on to our fuck what you think. Oracle, incompetent bank. Yeah. Keep on getting the goddamn closing date. On the house pushback because oh, that's right. They don't I have forget you're going through paperwork because they didn't fucking submit the paperwork properly. Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. It's like Jesus fucking Christ. This is your job, man. Have they fucked up your interest rate or something. No, they haven't, they fucked, haven't up your, fucked up the interest rate. They're just delaying shit. It's like, what the fuck? We're so giving is the house sitting empty? It's yeah. I mean, it's so yeah. You can't get into the house yet. No, we can't get into the goddamn house. Because they man, won't. It's that's fucking the whole point of buying stupid, a house. Man. Is getting into yeah, it. Getting, right. Get into it. Yeah. It is fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you don't want to be buying a house and being like, "Hey, we can see it from the road." Right. Well, I mean, they. I'm pretty sure they right did that when they bought it. The house is like, "Fuck, I owned a house, never got to live in it." Yeah. It's fucking retarded. Is it near the? Is it near Rapids? Yeah. Nice. Yep. Got Wi-Fi. He got Wi-Fi. Got of course, Wi-Fi. Have fucking Wi-Fi. Uh, just start squatting. That, that's you the big right selling point. As a buyer, so go ahead. It's do it. Oracle's house. It'll have internet access. Oh yeah. Don't worry. It'll have a Oracle's... fucking matrix chamber. Yeah, it'll have fucking <laughs> fiber coming in from three different corners of the house. Yeah. Right? And uh, by matrix and corner, chamber, a, a VR headset, and a bag of mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. He's gonna be fucking suspended on one of those orbital things from Lawnmower Man. <laughs> how much? How much you want for the mushrooms, bro? Okay. <laughs> oh. All right. Is that, is that all for the? That's it. Bank? They, they're fags. Fucking fag bank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob Huggins said that word, and he got fined a million dollars. So watch out. Oh yeah. I get canceled. 
Hey, we got no sponsors. We're uncancelable. Right. Yeah. We're uncancelable. <laughs> we can only cancel ourselves. Hey, your your tranny friends will come after us, okay? So don't act Un- like <laughs> unfettered. Uh, um, all right. They already know me. Moving on to Mystic. Twitter. Cyclones. Oh, here's the cyclones. Oh, link. I put the fucking thing in the wrong thing, dude. <laughs> I thought I put the motherfucker in there, dude. <laughs> you fucking pothead. Yeah. Fucking yeah. ripping on me for running. I mean, right. He rips on me and you for being high as fuck, but he's like, uh, oh, no, well, shit, man. I put it in the wrong thing. No, 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 no. The two aren't fucking mutually exclusive. Just because I'm a pothead, I can still rip on you for being one. You can rip on me for being one. Just don't you rip out of Pope Francis. You said you have... You didn't have uh, a fucker you, know, you, you think about it, we'll skip. Yeah. Come back uh, around. Come back go to me. Ashtray. Potholes to fucking nowhere. So the old... Uh, the road, right where I turn off the bell line for work, they... I have these shitty potholes, right? And, you know, when you get ready to repair potholes, they go in, they dig out all the fucking loose shit, all the shitty blacktop that didn't hold from the last year, and then they fill it back in. Well, Do they, do they level it out? Fucking city of Monona went to all that trouble. They dug all that loose shit out and then didn't fill them in. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so they just made the potholes much worse. Oh, it was like much yeah, worse. Yeah, These potholes yeah. were like probably like some almost eight inches deep if you hit them in the wrong spot. God damn. And to where it was like, uh, I had to start a fucking Reddit thread being like, what the fuck's going on with this? And then people were like, I knew I'd find this on Reddit. And it's because my boss. We've been bitching about it for the last week. Like, when are they going to fill this in? Like, that's it's ridiculous. Like. And he um, fucking hit it, and he's got one of those fucking cars. It's got the nice fucking low wall tires. Oh, that um, thing, that fucked that shit up. Yeah, yeah blew his tire. Ow. Yeah, and Ow. he calls the city, right, city of Monona, and they're like, "Oh, we're not sure what you're talking about." And, and <laughs> yeah, of course. He's not. like, "I blew my tire," and like, "Oh, you're the first one to complain about oh. it." And he's like, "What? <laughs> it's been a week. We've been bitching my about this. There's no God. way." Because we drive by it every day, we at least know <laughs> to be careful. Like, there's going to be people who are like, yeah. oh, I come to Walmart maybe once a couple a week or two, so they're coming out to fucking Walmart, which is out in the same area, and boom. And huh. Huh. sure enough, I posted on uh, Reddit, and oh, three or four people are like, "Yep, I fucking blew my tire there two days ago." Other people are like, "My friend just lost her tire." So one guy was like. My girlfriend blew her tire. We pulled off at the fucking China World Buffet. And sure enough, within that time of changing her spare, two other cars pulled in with flat tires. Damn. So it's like, the city is fucking bullshitting you. Wow. Um, Maybe they anyways, got a deal with China World Buffet or something. Someone actually <laughs> posted that. I think someone in the city council has an auto rep- or has a tire shop. Hmm. Um, the, uh, but... Yeah, so it started blowing where restaurants around the area were using their Facebook profiles to, like, bitch at the city. And my boss, you know, put his, like, you know, block on his caller ID, but knows the names of, like, the mayor and stuff like that, you know. And it's like, do I have to call Mary fuck directly? Like, oh, oh, no, you know, like, oh, we'll get on it. 
here's where you can file a claim. You know, it's like, I think someone fucked the schedule up or like didn't order the blacktop material or something. It's just like, mm. all right, boss, we cleared these all out. We're ready to fill them up. We ran a story uh, a couple weeks ago about DPW being down like half of their workforce this year in Milwaukee. So oh, wow. maybe it's the same in Madison. They just Could be. can't. Yeah, have the fucking people because the fucking potholes around here are atrocious. Also, it's Monona um, too, and so like I think, I think potholes generally are. Everywhere. It could be. Yeah. So. I mean, Wisconsin for the last like well since fucking Walker has had their roads gone to shit. Um, yeah. Even where fucking Robin Voss so, did a commercial stunt where he rode in the back of an ambulance and like see how bad this road is. It's like when you know you got the Republican leadership. Bitching about it. Anyways, the uh, the thing is though, they it was like the potholes were bad and they did need to be filled, but they did the work of clearing them out and then didn't fill them. And they're like, "Well, yeah, we're properly marked." I don't, know. I don't know why. You know what I mean? I don't know why. Yeah, that's weird. It's like that. I'm just saying one possibility could. Be. Oh, it probably was something like a labor shortage, but uh, yeah. then it's like you're. Maybe like one crew cleans it out, one crew fills it in. The fill-in crew is just like four weeks behind or some stupid shit. You know what I mean? So up there, you you all have more more um, experience with the potholes being created because the the you know I water expanding what he told and everything Mm -hmm. else. Uh, When they when they fill when they fill those up uh, up there, do they do they level them out? They try to generally, yeah. yeah. Okay, so so a lot of times too, they're at the corner point between like four big slabs, you know. So (laughs) so so here, so here, uh, uh, I'm I'm 18 miles south of Nashville, uh, but it's uh, the the freeway here is the main thoroughfare for a lot of people. So uh, among bikers, it's a it's a joke every every uh, riding season. It's do you try to do you try to dodge the potholes or uh, the the fill because they fill them all in. But they, they generally don't, especially on interstate. They generally don't. Uh, they don't, you know, level them out. So the 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 top, the front of the pothole would be a, like a jump, and the bottom would be kind of like a like a valley. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, the joke yeah, about bikers is, do you when, you when you're doing fucking 70, 80, like, Jesus, when you're doing seventy miles an hour on a turn and you see a pothole coming, do you try My to God. Do, you try to do you, do you try to dodge it or do you chance and hope they level it out? And so. Yeah. Right or like get I'm up, dodge that the, yeah, fucking let off the gas. Get well, or like yeah, you get your ass off the seat and try to ride it like rough railroad tracks. <laughs> yeah, right. Lean into the bitch and just fucking floor it, Teddy. Dude, I, I, I put a few. I put a few. I put a few lean. I'm like, oh my god, that was close. Yeah, get wow. all wobbly. And shit. <laughs> yeah, that was uh-huh. close. That's Holy shit! Oh, I get to go home with my family. That's awesome. Okay, let's go one thirty. Mm. All right, moving on to Teddy. Goddamn sink. God damn sink. So my sink got clogged up. Uh, um, kitchen? Uh, kitchen sink, yes. Uh, so I've got an electric I've got an electric snake that I sent through uh, the main pipe. Now, do you uh, have a, uh, uh, what do you, the grinder disposal or no? I do, yeah. But that's not what got, uh, the, the sink part, I've got, I got a double sink. So uh, the, the, the main, the main outflow was clogged. Uh, so I, I, I sent the snake down there and then I, I wanted to replace, uh, I saw also, that the main U pipe under it was was clogged, so I wanted to I wanted to replace that also. So I've I've done this a few times. Uh, I just go to to Home Depot. I get the parts I need. It, it costs me like twenty thirty bucks to rebuild everything, and I and I I you know my sink is unclogged. So I go to Home Depot. I, I take my my original my original shit as, as a schematic, and I get all the parts I need. And then I get I, I get back to the house. Uh, two of the parts 
uh, one's a T a T flange, uh, so it because because one sink is connected to to the the pipe and the other one's connected to the uh, the, the knee the, bone. Yeah, the knee bone. Yeah, the garbage disposal. And the two sinks come together. <laughs> yeah. Well, so one we have one's a garbage disposal. I have to have the the outflow from the garbage disposal come to the other sink. So I need, I need a T flange right there to catch that that shit yeah. right there. So I get that T flange. Um, the top is threaded. The the left is threaded. Like it like I need it to be, but the bottom is also threaded. It's it needs to be like a like a like a male flange to go into the female bottom right there. Um, and I can't opposite. find that anywhere, like anywhere. I, w- I went to two Home Depots. I went to fucking I went to Lowe's. I can't find. I can't even find it online. And mm-hmm. I, I did this shit like ten years ago, and I'm, I refuse to believe. Right, right. So, but but also in the process of this, my fucking my, in the process, my uh my uh what do you call it? Uh, the my garbage disposal broke also. Oh, so do you think it so broke when I, you were taking the parts off? Yeah, I was like I was like shit <clears throat> because what I wanted to do I was I was like fine I was like fine what I could do is I could, I could wash it in one sink because I was trying to I was I was trying to make it make it so that both sinks could drain and I was like you know what I'll just make one sink drain uh, the garbage disposal sink and then you know I'll I'll, I'll cap off the other sink and and yeah just like, like tape it off for now mm-hmm. till you get the part. Yeah, fix that later um but the garbage disposal broke so then I had to go get a new garbage disposal and this fucking, fucking sink oh my fucking god this fucking sink I, I finally found a a thirty dollar fix. It's this little. It's a whole. It's a whole little system that they sold for thirty bucks at uh, at Home Depot. It's a flex system uh, where uh, the pipes are not PVC. They're kind of like a a hard plastic. Uh, oh, but they bend. Yeah. You mm-hmm. go. Uh, the thing is, uh, this is built for a sink. Uh, the for for the bottom of sink and where the where the outlet is to to take the water the the dirty water out has to be four to six inches. Uh, from from the bottom of the sink where where the you know the shit comes out of the bottom. Uh, my sink uh, because we have my wife decided my first wife decided to get super deep sinks. I have like two inches of fucking damn. Mm. <laughs> so oh so, so, so it's because so does it, it make kind of a loop? It, it make it makes like a it makes like a, a super sharp loop. But because, yeah, which is going to create building, like its own drain trap. That, yeah, because I'm big, I'm, I'm making like I'm actually I'm making like a triple trap. Which yeah, I, which is like shit. So the only way, yeah. so I have to either, so unless I find this T piece that I need to create the PVC that I need, I I have to either cut the the bottom that comes out super super short, which I don't. It's you fucking sick, man. You so you got the a picture or you have the old piece still? You're trying to replace? Oh, I, I've got the I've got the I've got the old piece still put together. It's clogged. You gotta fucking bottom. find a, a plumber. I, I, I just need I just need that one. Find piece, a, you know, I bet piece. you there's a plumbing Facebook group. You could put a picture of that on, and they'd be like, "Dude's what." Here's your part, and they send you a link. I'm not on Reddit, bro. Like, hop on and. I'm not saying Reddit, me. Facebook. Facebook, really? Yeah. Facebook. Oh, there's but Facebook groups for those kind of I, shit. Like, I, it, it should have been like a 20 minute job. It has mm-hmm. taken me fucking all goddamn day. I've gone to, I'm going to like four hardware stores. Oh, I'm like, I just want to blow this thing up and start over. But I, I want to install a whole <laughs> new thing. <laughs> just get up there, just fucking. Like Pro, I love, I love my shit right in your own sink. Shit in your own sink. Just I love the sinks that she picked out. They're they they're, they're, they're very deep. They're, they're they're awesome. But now that I have to replace the pipe and I can't. And I've done this twice before, but but it's not been this hard. And and now now that I have to do it again, and I know when you find out what that part is, you're gonna have to buy five of them. Oh, if so, I find this part, I'm buying like ten of them. Yeah. Because if you do this once a year, that's a lot. Maybe if, if, I can, if I can lower the pipe, what you're putting out, down that fucking sink. If I can Holy lower Jesus. that, it'd be a lot better. But I can't. I can't do that. It's, it's so fucking. 
All right, Mystic, what's no. your fuck what you think? Nothing. I don't have anything. <laughs> We're 20 minutes past. And you're just fucking yammering about sinks and shit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, because oh, this sink is bothering me. Fuck you. Yeah, right. I get it, dude. I get it. Sink therapy. Well, go fuck yourself, Teddy Sink. This is the right report. Pretty fitting. That's our show. We're going to be here Wednesday. No, hardly ever Wednesdays. Thursdays, 10 p.m. Central. Make sure to join the conversation at theredeyereport.com or facebook.com slash redeyereport. Um, Twitter can go fuck itself. If you like it us, can. share us. Yeah. Fuck us, we're down for whatever, because I'm the ashtray. I'm Markle. Dead silence. I'm Mystic. <laughs> yeah, you better question yourself, motherfucker. And I'm right. Teddy. <laughs> Teddy's like, I always go last unless it's my episode. Hey, look, I do not... I do not I don't mind sitting in the back of the bus for the for our, for our shows. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? I don't know, man. I'm you. <laughs> Is that some sort of like a racist yeah, thing? Yeah, that's pretty fucked up, dude. Yeah, fucking Rosa Parks here. Of the Red Eye Park. <laughs> I am not fucking Rosa Parks. I am Rosa Parks of the Red Eye Report. For freedom, for oh, freedom. That is hilarious. And the last word, and that was very racist. 